When you fall, you're going to have to get back up. And sometimes to get back up, you're going to have to look back. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at choosetohaveitall.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. Before I go any further and dive into today's show, I do owe my regular listeners an apology. I had to call out for a bad audio day yesterday. There was construction all over the hotel. There wasn't a quiet place for me to record the show uninterrupted. So I just decided to call it a day. The audio gods won. I lost out. We missed a show, but I'm back at it today in your earballs. So today I want to talk to you about mindset in real time, specifically my mindset in real time. What does it look like when you try your best, you put your best foot forward, you do something with well, good, strong intentions, and you fall down and you miss the mark and it doesn't really work. So that's where we're at, right? That's sort of me setting the scene. And a lot of times when we talk about failure, we talk about rejection, we talk about doing our best and our best not do, being good enough, all the motivational quotes and inspiring stories about getting back up and perseverance and resilience come up. We see all the YouTube clips and everybody goes, rah, 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 you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And we never talk about what it really looks like in real time, that getting up part, that dusting yourself off. What do you do internally? How do you think about it? Organize your thinking, work your way through it. So I wanted to have a conversation with you today. And in all transparency, it's a really awkward conversation for me to have because I know that there's people who are I'm talking about are also listeners of the show. But the only way I know how to do this job and be the person I want and how I move through the world is to do this all transparently because that's really what I believe inspires real change for people. They need to see it happening in real time. And I think you need to see it happening in real time. So I need to set the stage a little bit further and tell you that my online business started about two and a half years ago. Um, from the time I hired a coach, acknowledging that I didn't want to do my brick and mortar private therapy practice, deciding what I wanted to do instead, developing a brand identity, developing a brand, putting myself out there, building relationships. It's probably been about two and a half years or so at this point. And in that time, I have really worked with a variety of people. I've worked with people who were just starting out in their businesses, newbies that like that I was, you know, at some point in time, and then also established business owners whose businesses have exceeded the multi six figure mark who are seven figure business owners and are looking to grow and up level. And as they do that, they have those mindset wobbles and struggles. And that tends to be most of the people these days who are hiring me for my one-on-one -on -one services. One of the things that occurred to me in the transition, because those of you who have been listening to the show know it was a pretty emotional transition for me as I moved from Boston to California, is I, I started to have this feeling of leaving some people behind. 
people who were important to me, people who were a part of the start of my new professional journey, people who gave me the confidence to keep showing up. Because I had at one point in time, maybe about a year and a half or so ago, started a Facebook group. And it felt like those people were the people that I'd largely become, you know, maybe too expensive for, if I'm going to be completely transparent. But they were also my raving fans. They were also the people most connected, celebrating every win, keeping me company on my move, the whole picture. Those people came to mean a lot to me, but I didn't know that I my business was in a place where I'd continue to be able to serve them. In that quest, it became really important to me that I serve them, that I figure it out, to make myself affordable, to meet their needs, meet them where they're at, and to really just basically show them how much that group meant to me. And I worked hard to make myself accessible to them, to offer a product that they would want and need, and nobody bought. So that's everyone's worst fear come to life, right? That we're going to build these businesses, develop products and services, and nobody's going to need them and nobody's going to buy. That and a little bit was what I was sitting in, but that wasn't what I was reacting to when it happened. When it happened and I realized that I had, in all good intention, put together a fairly priced offer um, that was affordable, made my services accessible, and nobody bought it, I wasn't even looking at the bottom line. I it was never about the bottom line for me when I put the offer out. It was about helping people who had been a part of the beginning of my journey. I saw it as a way of giving back, staying connected, respecting the relationships to be with people who didn't have the kind of money to invest that is, you know, necessary to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And the funniest thing happened when nobody bought is the first thing I did is I stopped trying. So I dropped the offer. I told everybody it was coming. I told them to keep their eyes out for it. I dropped it. I talked about it in the Facebook group. I talked about it here for an episode or two on my podcast. And then I didn't bring it up again because my first reaction was, huh, I did this for them and they don't want it. Like, fine. I don't need to run the workshop. I can fill that hour easily with a one-on-one -on -one client. And I kind of went stopping away and had my own internal tantrum. And some of you listening to me will probably be able to recognize and relate to that mentality. But when another day or two passed and I found myself still annoyed and I found myself not wanting to do social media, not wanting to play along, not wanting to be nice, I had to poke around a little bit and figure out what was bothering me. And I realized I was still kind of pissed off that I had put out an offer that nobody bought, but I wasn't pissed at people for not buying it. I was pissed at myself because... I got here again. And by here, I meant that, again, I developed a community of people who liked me, inspired by me, were motivated by me, felt connected to me, wanted all of my ideas, all of my advice, wanted to listen to my podcast, wanted to participate in my Facebook group, and they wanted to talk about personal development till the cows came home, but at the end of the day, they didn't want to change. That was the immediate story I created. That again, I have built, because that was my first business. That's how you have all come to know me. I burnt out from my first business because I became a mental health therapist that had a full practice. I was 
like making really good money running my own business for 10 years. And I didn't care about any of it because I didn't see enough change. It burnt me out. It didn't matter to me that people came in my office on a treadmill and talked and talked and talked. They never did anything differently. So it didn't matter that I got paid at the end of the day because nobody moved through the world differently. Nobody made the changes they needed to make in order to have the life that they wanted. And then again, I caught myself that nobody word, that all or nothing mentality, the way I look back at my old job and kind of erase it, which is incredibly insulting to anybody who used to work with me and did the work and respected the process and changed their lives. And I know I have people in my old business who catch up with me through this show. And I know that they would be so hurt to hear that that was the story. And that was my burnout talking. That was how bad it got for me and how intensely I felt it. And I realized that I was becoming a bit of an asshole. <laughs> like there's no other way to talk about it. That, that sure, people who worked with me in the past, like didn't do the work. They liked, you know, they liked talking about their lives. They liked talking about their problems and sort of dumping it in my office and leaving it for a week and coming back. But there were other people who really did the work. And all I had to do was go into my inbox to find it. It's rarely that black and white. And as I realized this disservice that I was doing to my all the work I did in the past, all the, the work my clients did in the past, and kind of like painting the brush on everything that was in my past that didn't work, that made me unhappy, suddenly I was so willing to erase it in this all or nothing mentality. And when I had that like realization, admittedly, the first thing I did was cry because that's how I usually process my emotions. So I just had a little bit of a, a cry and just felt bad. I was upset with myself for maybe still being a little burned out from back then, even though all this time has passed. I was upset with myself for having a negative attitude, but it wasn't just a negative attitude. It was a completely false story. Like those 10 years meant a lot to me at my old job. They meant an enormous amount to me at one point. At one point they were everything to me. And to just kind of like give it all the middle finger because of a stupid thing that happened in my current business didn't feel fair. And one of the things I did is I went back to my inbox and I have clients from back in the day that I've seen all those years ago that still keep in touch with me. And I was fortunate. I even got an email today from one of them. And I was like, oh, this is, this is a sign that I need to tell this story. Um, and so I just went back and reminded myself that it wasn't all bad, that it wasn't all people who never changed or got better. Some people didn't change and got better. It wasn't all or nothing. It wasn't black and white. And I reminded myself of the good of the times when I positively nailed it, when I was absolutely positively the most perfect person to be sitting in the room with that client, when I just got it right and they got it right and we made amazing connections and did amazing work and I couldn't let my burnout change the story of my past or affect the story of my present day. And that brings us back to my Facebook group. I needed to have a conversation with the group of, did I do it again? 
did I, again, now that here I am, did I develop a following of people who like me, respect me, are motivated by me and inspired by me, but they don't actually want to change? Because you all said you wanted this and needed this. I put it out to you at a fair price point and nobody took me up on it. That's the conversation I started yesterday. And I know some of you are listening to the show or members of that group. And it's probably as awkward for me to be talking as it is for you to be listening. So we're all in it together. That's the conversation I started. And that's how you correct mindset and stories. I could have easily walked away with a story that this is a group of people who X, Y, and Z. And I will be honest, I think some of them are. I absolutely think that once again, I have attracted people who like the idea of personal development, but they don't actually want to personally develop. But that has nothing to do with me. That's the general population. There's tons of people out there who love reading the Tony Robbins books, who love watching every TED Talk and sharing every awesome quote they see on Facebook, and they're never going to make a difference in their lives. But that's not my group. Not everybody's in there. Some people have real life happening to them. Some people are managing significant illness in their families. Some people are managing new stressors. It's not everybody's story. But in order for me to get there, to have the real conversation in the present day, I never would have been able to do that if I didn't look back and remind myself of who I am, how I move through the world, and what I'm capable of. If I didn't take that moment, if I didn't do that reframe with myself, I would have walked away pissed off, resentful, and I would have stopped trying. But by tuning into moments when I nailed it, when I did good work, when I had the hard conversations and they were worth having, I was able to change my story in the present day. I didn't do it with a quote. I didn't do it with a personal development book. I did it with real mindset work in real time, reminding myself where I come from so I can be clear on where I'm going. And for a lot of people, this is where the mindset work would end, right? They got the lesson. They looked back. They reminded themselves that they were looking in black and white thinking. They needed to see the color, add in the shades of gray, have the hard conversation, correct the thinking errors, have the warm fuzzy of everybody being back on the same page, kumbaya, yay, 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 and move on. That's where most people make the mistake is they keep it there. The most important part of this process is what happens next. Now that I saw that this happened, now that I saw that when I put things out there that people don't want, aren't interested in, it kicks up the old story that people want to be motivated by me, but they don't really want to change. Now that I know that, now that I see that pattern, what am I going to do for myself internally so I can start to create a new story? And one of the things that happened also started to kind of illuminate 
illuminate itself for me in the Facebook conversation with an old colleague of mine who knew me in my therapy days and also like works with me in the online space and knows me in the present day. I was able to say that the fear, the anxiety, the uncertainty was about, I will never allow myself to be as unhappy as I was for as long as I was again. That's why that reaction in me was so strong. I didn't give a shit that nobody bought the product. I didn't need to make the sale. My calendar was fine. The bottom line was fine. What I was reacting to was the idea that I cannot work with people who don't do the work. I got crystal clear on that. And I can't just say it. It's not just a platitude. I can't just put it on my like little bulletin board on my wall if I had one and lived in my own space and wasn't working out of a hotel these days and move on. Then what's next part? The now that I know this, what am I going to do about it part becomes the boundaries becomes the internal promise I make to myself about how I'm going to move through the world professionally. Because admittedly, one of the stories I also told myself when I started in the online space is that when people pay me more, they'll be more invested in doing change and they'll actually do the work. And that wasn't an accurate story either. People will pay you shit tons of money and still not make changes. So I had that one wrong too. But that doesn't matter because that story, just like some of my others, puts all of the power, all of the influence in the client's hands for my well-being. I'm okay if they change. I feel good about my work. I'm fulfilled. I'm empowered so long as they do what they're supposed to do. And you know that doesn't work. You can never give power for your happiness, your fulfillment, your satisfaction, and put it in your client's hands because they could just have a bad day and piss on you for no reason, simply because you're there and they can. It always has to come down to what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? How do you want to move through the world? And what I decided this week through this silly example that probably means nothing to most people is the idea that as a professional, I will call it out. That when people are in my vicinity and they are in my orbit, they've either hired me or they're consuming my free content. If I see bullshit, I'm going to call it. Because that's the mistake I made in my past. That's how I burnt out from my job. I told myself a story back then that I needed to be supportive of these people, that they had mental health problems, they were depressed, they were anxious, that their symptoms interfered with their ability to do some of the things that I was encouraging them to do, and I was insensitive, and what kind of therapist would I be if I didn't do X, Y, and Z, when in reality, depression or not, anxiety or not, we are still responsible for our own lives. And I only said that to the people who I thought could hear it. Anybody who I imagined would have a hard time never got that message from me. They never heard it. They just got the phoned-in version of Heather who played it half-ass, who didn't really show up, and was sucking her soul from the inside out. That's what I can change here. That's where my power is, right there.
This isn't just about learning the mindset lesson, getting the insight, and moving on with my life. It's about making myself a promise about what I'm going to do in the future. The boundaries I need to set, the expectations I need to hold, because I have sat in the natural consequence for far too long for failing to have those boundaries, for trying to talk myself into this idea that people liking me is enough, that people giving people a space for an hour to talk about their hard times and their struggles and their hurts is enough, if that's all they can do. And that might be true for some people, but now I know going forward, I'm going to tell those people they're not for me. They need to find somebody else to work with. I need to risk being unsupportive in order to support myself and my passion for the work that I'm doing today. Beginning, middle, and end. It was a little mini shit show for really no reason. A lot of the drama happened internally for me. But this is what mindset in real time looks like. Recognizing the reaction. Being curious about your reaction. Being unafraid to look at it. Don't run away from it. Look at the dark spots. I was able to look from the dark spots. And I was able to see how embarrassed and ashamed I was by my story of my last job. And I know that old clients listening are probably going to be a little hurt when they hear that. Hopefully they know that like they know my intention and they know that it's all good but I had to call myself on that on that negative like black and white all or nothing thinking and then I also had to have the hard conversation with my Facebook group today but it couldn't end there it has to continue with a new action Otherwise, I'll just do it again. I'll be like, oh, I want it to be nice. I'll put this affordable offer. Oh, okay, you don't want it. You must not need it. It must not be the right time. Okay, let me just go and wander about. When, Like, no, that's not how I'm doing this again. Um, and I know that. And that's going to be my promise to myself. That's how you get back up. You don't just learn the lesson, dust yourself off, and pretend it never happened. Sometimes to get back up, you have to look backwards and you got to stop running from what's behind you. So many people start these businesses, start these new dreams because they don't want to look behind them. They don't want to look at the person they'd become. I cringe when I think of people that I sat with for years who I just internally raged at because they were such immovable objects in their own pain and their own selfish stories. Like I am so mad at myself still that I didn't say, I'm sorry, you're not like doing what you need to do. It's making me not be able to do what I need to do. I'm still mad because then if I had done that, maybe I wouldn't have burned out. Maybe I'd still be able to do that because I really did love it at one point in time. Just like I love what's in front of me right now. I'm getting emotional as I talk about it. I feel so passionate about it. But, like, I can't risk that again. I can't risk having to burn down a second business because I failed to have boundaries. That's the part that's in my control. That's me being in the driver's seat of my own car. And that's what you need to do in your lives. So I want you to take my mindset lesson here in real time. 
And I want you to think about it for yourselves. If there's anything that's kind of in your craw that you're hemming and hawing about, that you're really irritated about, hurt by, feeling held back by, or in any way resonates to the mess that I was this week, I want you to look at it and be unafraid to find what you need to find so you can take new actions, so you can clean up what's in front of you, fix whatever's behind you, but then move on with a clear path. I hope this conversation's helped you today. I hope you don't find it too self-indulgent. I really try to, when I share personal information, keep it relevant to you guys and hopefully helpful for you as you go on your mindset journeys, learn your lessons in real time. And if you have a question, if you want to find me to talk more about it, Heather at choosetohaveitall.com is the way to do it. Thanks so much for talking to me today. And I'll find you again if those audio gods are with me tomorrow, tomorrow. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.